talk about. The other object thing I thought we could talk about was politics and the history, like, of how did, when you were young, do you remember politics in your life? I do. Um, I remember politics basically because my family comes from, uh, would you say, um, we have a history of politics or we have politicians, we've had politicians in my family. What would be the correct way to say Your that? family has been political. They have a history of being involved in politics. Okay, because everybody has a history of politics. Right. So we actually do have political ties. And it goes, actually these are huge political ties because my godfather, not my godfather, my grandfather's cousin in Guatemala was president of Guatemala in 1974. Now this is something I only learned like two years ago. Okay. Who, who is he related to us? How? He is grandmother, grandma's dad. My grandma? Yeah, your grandma. My grandfather? Or my great-grandfather was the president yes. of Guatemala? His cousin. His cousin. Correct. And I, I'm sorry, I think it was 1970, 1974. So, Well, you know what? Why don't you Google it and make sure because I don't want to put the incorrect information out there. Um, I'm not Googling it. We're just going to go with the truth as you see it. <laughs> well, the truth is that my grandfather's cousin was... President of Guatemala in the early 70s. So people who are presidents are usually well-to-do, like the families are usually of some high class or stature. I didn't have any idea that our family was anything like that at any point. Were we like that? Was our side of the family like that? My, my grandmother's side of the family was. My mother's side of the family was at one point. However, when, when, when political parties change after their tenure is up, mm -hmm. um, you don't have always the same success or power as you did at one Guatemala point. Guatemala has always been recently like very um, unstable and as politics change, things get overturned, right? Yes. There's a lot of turmoil, so there, things but that's could get like flipped. A, that's that's pretty much everywhere. Well, not not in most and established right now countries. Gonna, well, right now we're going to go through the midst of that. Well, as a matter of fact, tomorrow we're going to experience a change of a transition of power from the Democratic Party to the Republican Party, and the whole world, not just the country, knows the outcome of the the. The, the democracy that was that was that was I don't want to say taken or established. Now we're not getting political in this no, episode. We're not. This is the welcome back after some time off after a hiatus. This is our jumping back in, but like because it is a political time. But I want to know like yeah, the cl the climate is very right now different. Well, it's oh every um, transition is a little rocky. But well, this one a little but more especially, so. and this one's highly emotional, but it's still just gonna work itself out. Yes, it because is. we are primarily a stable 
government and economy. But in a place like Guatemala, what, my, what I know of is because of like civil war and political turmoil, the transitions are much like more dramatic and have an impact on what? on everyday people. Is that not true? Yeah, that that um, that does affect especially um, the working poor, the the migrants. Um. So what I'm saying is basically, at one point, we were a like well-to-do family, yeah, aristocratic, and then somebody lost an election, and then we became poor. Well, we just didn't become poor, but they took all our circumstances stuff. happened. And, and um, yeah, and, and my grandfather was also, um, he was a detective, and mm-hmm. he was also a general. Mm-hmm. And he was in charge of, I don't even want to say platoon, but a, um, in Spanish they have these, these, these words that I'm not too familiar with, uh, but it, it's much more bigger than that. Um, so, so we, well, so my, my grandfather suffered a, a stroke, and he lost his job. Well, my uncle, my my grandfather's cousin lost the presidency, and my grandfather not subsequently because of that, but he suffered a stroke, and and the family went from being very well off with chauffeurs and and maids and cooks and nannies uh, to having to try and make ends meet. Mm. So so. It's 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 life. That's how I sum it up. Yeah. So, are you aware? Do you have any concept of their political stances? Because you said, you know, I wanted to know how how because this show is about primarily uh, you growing up in Chicago, um, the story of our family uh, migrating to America. So I want to know like what has informed and shaped us. Are you aware of their political ambitions or their stances or what drove well, them? I am not too familiar with how it was in Guatemala. However, I do know that part of who they were, my aunts, um, meaning who they were, we come from a, from a family of, you know, primarily women, mm-hmm. made up of women, who are very uh, rooted and very uh, passionate, passionate about their mm-hmm. beliefs and our beliefs, and and we're very opinionated. Sure, these are all <laughs> nice ways to describe all of us. And 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 I think we we're very um, sure of ourselves, mm. and 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 also we pretty much know our convictions and and we stand by our convictions and I think coming to this country we did come here to work very hard and I think to this day we're still very um, very passionate about being very um, vocal and heard and present yes and participating in, in democracy yes yeah which brings me to this interesting point because um Growing up young, you were in a household where probably nobody had the ability to vote at the time, or well, did... uh, when we came from Guatemala. Yeah, um, I mean, you were a child. 
Right. Well, I was five when I came. Okay. Right. So when But the adults around you and the family... They were still young. They were like... My aunts were, I want to say... They were in their teens. They were young women. Late late teens. Late teens, yeah. Right. Um, We did come into the country with our residency. Mm -hmm. Um, But that wouldn't give you the right to vote. No, not to to vote. vote. However, as we got older, we were able to apply for our citizenship and once we did establish that, um, once we were able to to um, be fortunate enough to mm-hmm. get our, our, our citizenship, because I feel it's quite an honor, mm-hmm. um, we made it a point to vote. Mm-hmm. And and I want to say we because we all right vote. every election in this, you know, federal or local, one of our aunts will ring us up and make sure we went out and voted. Because of the sense of of of, of you know the appreciation for for that absolutely right. that this country has afforded us yeah so but let's go back to what I want to talk about is before you guys had that opportunity and and you know even people who don't aren't allowed to vote or can't or choose not to everyone's kind of aware and has their opinions on on the political stuff did you did you get a sense when you were young of how your parents, my grandparents, felt politically? Um, I did, especially my aunts, because it was such a... It was so exciting to hear my aunts have conversations of of major uh, political... How would you refer to them? As, as, as powerful heads of state from all over the world. Mm-hmm. They talked about Mussolini. They talked about Castro. They talked about... Um, yeah, every uh, who was you know the, the German, at that time who was it? German, um, Hitler, um, and to hear my aunts and my mom engage in conversations. Not so much my mom, mm-hmm. but I, I remember more so my dad. Not my dad either, um, but my aunts. They 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 they, they had heated discussions, mm-hmm. and, and it was just it was it was overwhelming and and it was powerful. Mm-hmm. To hear them speak, even though we would wake up like Saturday mornings, listen to music. Um, grandma would be making black beans. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we love black beans, remember? Yeah, you had yeah. to love them because that's all you had. <laughs> so grandma would be preparing, grandma was preparing the beans and and uh, my aunts would, would listen to music. We played 45s or LPs, mm-hmm. long plays. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what they call LPs, right? Yeah. LPs, long play. Long play, EP right. is extended play. Oh, I did not know that. There you go. Oh, my gosh. And um, and after listening to music for a while, we would start talking about maybe fashion. Not so much fashion, but just about stuff that was going on mm-hmm. daily or, or who, who was in office or um, situations that occurred in the city. Because I think at the time, it was... Mayor Daly, the father, who yep. was in, in charge. Okay, the senior Daly. Senior Daly. And I still remember when he passed away in 1976. I was with Grandpa at the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember seeing on TV, you know, breaking news, you know, Senior Daly had passed. But, wait, I still remember that, because you know had, how they always say, where were you when this happened? He had, like, was it a heart attack or something? I think it was something like that. But did he, pa- did you know immediately at that moment he died? How he, much time before, like... He's rushed to the hospital to now 
Well, I don't know to... because I don't okay. remember they were given they, they they gave that kind of detailed information. Or I mean, maybe you didn't know it. I didn't because know it. you know, like with a lot of with like Kennedy, right? Everyone knows he was shot, and then later, like an hour or two, then well, no, you know they he's said dead. he has he was dead. He okay, had so that's how you heard it, right? And we were at the doctor's office, Doctor Savaleta Garcia. Mm -hmm. He's right there on Chicago and Wood. He's still there. No, but you know what? The doctor's office is still there. I don't know if who's they... in there. I don't know. I you should go in Monday morning. <laughs> but it still says Savaleta Garcia. You know the on the outside. Yeah, Doctor Savaleta, not Garcia. Savaleta, Doctor Savaleta. Okay. It's still on Chicago, and the cross street is Wood. Okay. I still remember, but anyway. Um. So something like that, because. Um, I know the ants, and I, I've known how they are politically. Um, I I could just assume that my grandma was not... She kind of maybe wasn't afforded the chance. Like, maybe the ants were afforded more of a chance to be politically interested but, because but, they came in... But, but know, right, but I also think my, my mom was also... I don't want to say that was not her niche, but I think she was more... Um, she was more reserved with her opinion. Okay. You know? Um, and, and that's okay, too. You know? However, I feel like the rest of my family, my aunts, and now I see it in my cousins mm -hmm. and my sisters, we are more vocal. Mm -hmm. You know? So we could throw um, all of these women into, like, the liberal camp. I think that's, that's safe to, to say. say yeah, right? Yeah. Um, how about my grandfather? How about your dad? Was he... Do you have any sense of how he was... About politics, kinds of things like that. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I don't. However, I know. And just the other day, when I went to visit him at the nursing home, because mm -hmm. I kept on asking him questions about so much stuff. Like I always use the word generically stuff, mm -hmm. but about how how it was when he was growing up. And what did he uh, enjoy doing on his time off and so on. And he said to me, oh, my God, you haven't changed. You always ask me all these questions. Mm -hmm. And I said, because I want to know. I want to know who you are. I want to know where we come from. And then he said, is that going to change in it, your life or how, how I am towards you or how you are towards me? And I said, it's not going to change it, but it's definitely going to enhance it, I think, or make me, uh, I think, maybe a stronger person. I don't know if that, that well, would be Well, a safe. more aware person of who you are. Yeah. It's safe to say. I yeah. Think. Um, but no, I don't... I, my dad was never really um, um, politically inclined, mm -hmm. although when he was being interviewed about two months ago by the caseworker to see how he was cognitively, mm -hmm. they asked him, do you know who the president is? And he said... Yes, it's Mr. Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, just hearing him address him that way, it was overwhelming. I can't remember last time somebody has said, Mr. Barack Obama. They always say Obama. Because, president. well. But my dad gave him this distinction, obviously, that he, he, because he's our president and he deserves and we know who he is, you know. Well, now you're getting all emotional political again. Just told him don't get political on today's okay, okay. happy episode. But we don't call him Mr. Obama because his title is his president. president or Mr. President. Or Mr. President. But he said Mr. Barack Obama. But the question was, do you know who our president is? 
and he said Mr. Barack Obama. He just didn't say Obama or Barack or Barack Obama. You know? Okay. So I, you know, um, he and he is in tune with world affairs, but I don't think he was much of a. Yeah, I just in my head, I just don't picture them being that way, particularly. Who? Um, my grandparents being, um, not political or holding it or kind of just not always having to give their opinion on stuff. And I'm and I and I wonder because um, he worked in. Um, a factory, uh, the Zenith factory, old Zenith factory in Chicago. Right. And I wonder about how that plays into it. When you're coming into this country and you're trying to fit in and you're, you know, you're trying to match your peers and want to assimilate is to kind of gain some of other people's values and, and kind of try to share them. I wonder how that I don't. Affects. I don't think... I don't think my parents, my mom and dad, were very inclined to assimilate. Okay. Even though people, I, I guess they do, um, because we were very, in a sense, traditional at home. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning we we had many of the same habits we had uh, from Guatemala here in the states. So I don't think that was ever lost. And to this day, we're still the same. Not just my parents, but I think my aunts as well. Because when you go to our home, we still have the, what do you call almanac or calendar on the wall. Everybody has one up. Calendar? Yeah, is it calendar or almanac? Almanaque? Almanac is a book, like a... But we call it almanac. Okay, maybe it's different. Yeah, but it's calendar where you have the months, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The days of the week, the calendar. <laughs> Let me help you out there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So we all still, you know, have yeah. them in our homes. Wow, so traditional. And we still have. Um, I think most homes. I don't see it as much, Tony. Well, whose homes are you going into? I'm not going into anyone's homes, but how many people do you know who still have a calendar in their home? Well, we ordered Chinese food last month. They they gave us a new calendar. That's a promotion. Most calendars, people, you know, half of them are promotional calendars. Um, I'm just saying that. So we still, yeah, you we still, still carry that strong we're not Latin to, tradition, right? We're not of hanging a calendar to, in your kitchen, right? And and <laughs> something uniquely Guatemalan. Well, no, it's not. When unique. my friends would come over to say, "What the heck is that thing on your wall with the days?" <laughs> yeah, or also we didn't try to have like I want to say the most. Uh, not that we could afford You didn't it, have the dogs playing poker on the wall. You had your, your calendar. <laughs> no. I'm just trying to say that our home didn't look like it. It looked like the the, the Joneses' home, you know? Mm-hmm. The typical white fence and, and the mom and dad and the two kids and the dog, you know? Mm-hmm. We were, you know, my parents, my grandmother, and my aunts and us. And it's just mm-hmm. like... One big family until everybody started moving into different apartments and still in the same building. And to this day, we still all live the same, you know. Wow, great. <laughs> but that's who we are. Yeah. It is great, Tony. I, I actually, I think that if we didn't live this way, I think our life would not be the same. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it in a good way. Okay. You're taking it to a whole different place. I feel that because we're so close, 
you know, um, like my aunts and cousins, and, and we still all live together. But that our family has always lived together. Uh-huh. And I think we value that. We, we like that. We enjoy that. You know, uh, we like being together. Mm-hmm. Tony, you're making fun of me now. No, it's great. It's no, it's good. not. Now you sound sarcastic. So, uh, when you were a young adult or teenager, was there something that, did? was there a moment you remember where you felt like politically motivated or when you were first able to vote at some point? Well, like, I think... Was there something... That's a good question. I think that's what was exciting for me was um, volunteering uh, with my aunt Gladys at uh, at a, a spaghetti fundraiser for the late Mayor Harold Washington. Mm-hmm. So that was powerful. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and it was it was good to see, and it was it was awesome to see the community come together. And, and help elect someone who we believe them. You know? So a spaghetti fundraiser literally means like a spaghetti cooking yes. thing? Yeah, it, it literally does because there were people cooking spaghetti to raise money for the campaign. I, I don't know if I was young at the time, but not that young though. I think I was like maybe 18. Mm-hmm. Not too, too young, but I didn't know the extent of how much money a politician would have to to run the campaign or maybe this is when they need the constituents to come together mm-hmm. you know if they have this much money this will be matched or what have you whatever you know but uh, for me I think those were like the very early beginnings of um, seeing my family involved mm-hmm. and wanting to be a part of it mm-hmm. you know how about yourself um you know, that's still, you know, we, I think most people probably gain their views from their family. So, you know, you could throw me and Julie into that liberal uh, bag also. Um, and I, well, it was, it was interesting because when I came of a voting age, um, I think the first election I voted for was uh, Bush's, uh, W. Bush's second term. Okay. So, in that case, I had voted for the losing party. Okay. And that was really uh, kind of... That kind of took me back. Okay. And kind of, you know, derailed me politically. So, at that point, I was kind of upset and disillusioned. And I started reading all those, you know, Che Guevara books and stuff. And, okay. You know, growing my hair out. Yeah. But that was just a phase. Okay. So was I think Obama as a Chicagoan, a transplant Chicagoan, um, helped to, to remotivate me okay. and stuff and get me excited. Did I ever yeah. tell you that Tia Gladys knew uh, President Obama? Mom, we both know this story. Oh, you're pretending I, I don't for I the don't podcast. I, I don't remember if I told you because I was all know that. Oh, okay. Um, where they took uh, they took an organizing class together, I think, at Mandalay mm-hmm. College, and um, he came over and to study with her, and they had beans. Yeah, she made beans for him. Yeah, well, she had beans. True. She didn't make them for him. Okay. Because you always have a pot of beans at home. Mm-hmm. Like right now, we have a pot of beans. Mm-hmm. Julie made those. Are you gonna invite um, Julie President-elect Trump? 
Let's have some beans. I, I don't know if he likes beans. I don't know if he's a bean guy. Yeah. Not black beans, maybe navy beans or brown beans, but I don't know if he would like black beans. Do you think he would like black beans? He loves all the beans. They're all <laughs> terrific. I'm not going to get into the impressions because we'll just wrap oh, it come up. Come on, come here. on, come on, come on. No, we're not doing come on, come on, please, please, please. No, please. but this isn't a political episode. This is uh Well, this sort of was a political episode. Yeah, but not not in not in a way this is an inclusive. This is about how does everyone get their their feelings? How did you become the person you are? You know, why are you a, a liberal person? Where did that come from? Oh, I guess it comes from our family who you know, emigrated here and who were able to take advantage of all the opportunities afforded to us. So there's a, a deep sense of appreciation for that. Um, whereas it makes it, you know, that makes a lot of sense where people who have been here longer with longer histories might feel a little slighted about all the opportunities you did get. You know? Yeah. When people have their roots here for so long and they're told, you know, you follow this path, you're, you're guaranteed this, and then they don't get that. And then, you know, they look around and they see their their life has turned up, their world has turned upside down. And, yeah. You know, we're, we're so, you know, all of this makes a lot of sense in, in how people are the way they are. Yeah. Or it gives a hint as to that. It gives you a little more insight. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and I appreciate how eloquently you summed that up, you know, as opposed to me saying stuff and, you know, and... <laughs> But um, I think you, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? and, and I hope our audience does too. Yeah. So. So, as, uh, you know, speaking of audience, this is um, our first time back after a little while, but we're hopefully going to get back into the swing of these shows. Do you remember the episode number this is? We didn't do an intro. I think this is episode number 14. Really? From across the street to Woodham Park, yes. Yeah, how do you find our podcast? I think it was um, entertaining. No, I mean, how do <laughs> listeners literally find oh, it? Oh. This is where we're signing off. Oh, I thought you were asking me. <laughs> I think it's enlightening and entertaining, and hopefully people appreciate so it. So if you think more. as highly of our show as my mother does, um, then please uh, you know, share it, comment, rate it. You can find us in iTunes across the street to Wooden Park or across the street to woodenpark.com. Or you could go to our website. Yeah. Wooden Park. That's across I, the street to Wooden Park. I literally just said you. No, you I meant to listening. say our web, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, just I just told web... them our website across the street to woodenpark.com. Okay. I was thinking something else. Mm. Okay, go ahead. No, we're done. We're done. Okay, see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.